the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We as God's children need to understand that the laws given to Moses by God on Mount Sinai so many years ago have relevance in our lives today. Listen in today as Pastor Dreamer speaks from the subject, the Ten Commandments. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. That's so important that you need to hear that again. You shall not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. I want to speak from the subject of this verse. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. That's what I want to speak on this Lord's day. We live in a day where cursing and profanity, swearing and vulgarity is in epidemic proportions at every level of society and in every language in the world. There's not a language spoken that does not have within it profanity, cursing, swearing, vulgarity. And even Americans today, privately and publicly, with absolute ease, blaspheme God, abuse his name, and misuse the Lord's name in the media. It's misused in the sports arena. Movies make mockery of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ with no sense of consciousness. After all, many of pagans and pagans do what pagans do. The Lord's name is blasphemed and spoken irreverently in the music industry as well as the entertainment industry. The Lord's name is taken in vain on talk shows, in our schools, workplace, at the party you may attend, and many times to our regret, even in our homes, the Lord's holy name is taken in vain. We laugh at the things that grieve the heart of God as Christians as well as non-Christians and we carelessly toss the name of the Lord around in laughter 
Many toss his name in filth and garbage and gutter language with no sense of conscientiousness about what they are saying. We should be ashamed of ourselves and repent for using the Lord's name so loosely. We ought to repent of using the Lord's name so irreverently. Today, Almighty God is calling every one of us under the sound of my voice to get serious about the name of the Lord, to get serious about the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. His name is to be lifted high in our conversations. For Matthew 6, 9 says, in this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed. Hallowed be thy name. Now, the Hebrew word for misuse means to use it empty, to use his name in a meaningless way, uh, to use the Lord's, you take his name in vain when you speak in it with a thoughtless way or in a senseless way or frivolous way, a worthless way. It means to use God's name in an insincere way. All I'm trying to say to you, anytime you say Jesus, you ought to mean it. Amen. You don't say, Lord, have mercy and, and just whatever, go God and just, I mean, just anything and you just type of nonchalant way. And, and God has me here today to arrest your attention on it. You ought not ever mention the name of the Lord unless you mean what you say. And if you don't mean what you say as you call his name, then don't Say it. Therefore, to take up the name of the Lord on one's lips in vain is a very serious sin. For his name stands for his very nature. His name stands for his very being. His name stands for his very person. God's name is holy. And we should therefore, beloved, Treat his name with awesomeness and holiness. Well, Maranatha, listen to me closely. I have something I really need to say. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Mouth. Why? Why watch your mouth? Why do all of us in this room need to watch our mouths? I'm not going to finish this message, by the way, so there it will be a part two. So don't think I'm going to get through. It's too much in this to, to wrap this up in one message. Why watch your mouth? Number one, the way we speak declares or denies our loyalty to the Lord. Did you get that? 
The way we speak declares or denies our loyalty to the Lord. You can speak in such a way till you are actually denying him by the frivolous, nonchalant, irreverent way you toss his name around. You toss it around as if you don't even know him. If you knew him, you would not use his name in that kind of manner. But when you are loyal to him, you will use his name with great solemnity, great reverence, great awe. Will one use his name when you are in fact loyal to him? Maranatha, are you loyal? If you are loyal, then you will speak in such a way that will honor him. Psalms, here's a scripture about watching our mouths. Psalms 141 verse 3. Now you all got to turn there. I'm not just going to quote it. You need to see that it's in your Bible. Psalms 141 verse 3 says, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Did you see that? Set a guard. You ever seen a guard dog? A lot of times you can't take them to the vet and you, you, they have this, what you call a muzzle. And you know that muzzle is not on there just to make the dog look pretty. <laughs> the muzzle is on there. All of you know why? Because if that muzzle is off, somebody's in trouble. And let me tell you something. If the guard is not on your mouth, anybody who comes in your path is in big time trouble. Your husband, your wife, your children, your co-worker, you're in big trouble if the Lord has not set a guard over your mouth. Set a guard, oh Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. That's awesome. And that's the way we watch our mouths. So what, the reason we need to watch our mouths is because the way we speak declares or denies our loyalty to him. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the message, The Ten Commandments. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 20, verses 1 through 10. Secondly, why watch our mouths? Because we live all of life in God's presence. You know, God is watching us. He's looking. He's listening. And when he listens to your speech and watch your behavior, is is he delighted or is he grieved? And because we live life in the presence of God, therefore our every word ought to manifest our reverence for him and his name. Every word ought to manifest our reverence for him and his name. Why? Because God is listening and God is watching. Every word you say, God hears it. And you know what? If you will be mindful of the fact that God is listening to you speak, it'll really influence how you speak. You know why you can say certain things that don't even bother you? You forgot that God is listening. 
God is not deaf. God does not have ear problems. God is not blind. He sees. And if we stay conscious of the fact that God is present and he's watching us, it will in fact really cause us to be conscious about what we say. Here's another scripture. Psalms really speaks to this. Psalms 19.14. Psalms 19.14. Taking the Lord's name in vain is a critical issue of today. Psalms 19.14 says this. You've heard it many times in a benediction or what have you. I love this. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. That's why we ought to watch our mouth. Because the Lord is our strength. The Lord is our what? Redeemer. That means we belong to whom? God. And therefore, if we belong to him, we need to speak in such a way that will what? Honor him, that will bless him, that will glorify him. Is that your prayer today? Let the words of my mouth. What a way to get up in the morning. Oh, you talk so much better the rest of the day. If Before your feet hit the floor, before you open your mouth and say good morning to your husband or your child, you say let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Some of your mouths are too far gone. Some of you have said some damnable things. Thirdly, why watch your mouth? A failure to speak with respect. A failure to speak with respect when speaking of God indicates a problem that is much deeper than a bad mouth. Ooh. Are y'all out there today? I don't think y'all here. Hello. Say amen. All right, I want to make sure y'all there. I thought I was in a Catholic church or something. <laughs> Quiet. All that praise and the music. I hope I'm telling the truth today. Have y'all heard truth? That's all right. You don't have to talk. You don't have to say amen. Sometimes conviction just makes you quiet, doesn't it? <laughs> you say, Pastor, I can't say that. I had to repent. You know, when I was reading this message and preaching and doing my message, you know, I had to stop writing. I confess. I'm not too ashamed to confess. I had to stop writing my library and start repenting. I had to start repenting. I had to repent before I could even go on. Some of y'all already be, I haven't given but a couple of points. <laughs> the altar ought to be full right now. <laughs> we need to watch our mouths because a failure to speak with respect when speaking of God indicates a problem that is much deeper than a bad mouth. It shows the condition of the heart. 
that, that's what it really does. What you say with your mouth actually it indicates uh, the, the heart's condition. God must purge the heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So verbal abuse related to the name of the Lord is only a symptom. It's only a symptom. You say, ooh, that mouth is bad. Every time I show my mouth, it's just horrible. Well, it's just a symptom. The real issue is what's, what's in the heart. And only when the heart has been purged can we glorify God with our speech. No such thing as I slipped. You lying now. Now you already messed up. You done slipped that line. <laughs> no, you didn't slip. You didn't hardly slip. I didn't mean to say that. No, yes, you did. Yeah, you meant just what you It was already in you. What in you came out. You just couldn't stop it. It was out before you can get it. Are y'all hanging with me? Luke 6, Luke 6, 45, Luke 6, 45, this message, y'all, the Ten Commandments is so powerful, and yet you don't hear it preached too often, you know, it is for today, Luke 6, 45, look, look, it's all interrelating, uh, Luke 6, 45, look, uh, look what it says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth what? Evil. For out of the, out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. If, if your heart is good, your words are going to be what? If your heart is good, your words are going to be what? If your heart is good, your word is going to be what? If your heart is evil, your words are going to be what? It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. A failure to speak with respect when speaking of God indicates a problem that is much deeper than a bad mouth. Fourthly, why watch your mouth? Why watch your mouth? Because if we become frustrated and vexed, when our name is misspelled, <laughs> uh-oh, I'm bringing it home. <laughs> when our name is mispronounced, when our name is left off when it should have been on, God was just testing your level of Christianity. That person didn't mean to lift it off. He, the Lord just moved, he just gave him an absentee mind so you can see your condition. And then you still miss your condition. If we become frustrated and vexed when our name is misspelled, mispronounced, or left off, what about the Lord's name? What about the Lord's name? Oh, our name is important to us because it stands for all we are. And some of y'all got all these names with all these great meanings and acting like a fool. Name just need to be John Doe. <laughs> Somebody's name is John Doe. I better get off that. Our name is important. Why is our name so important to us? Because it stands for all we are. It stands for our reputation. When you think of Rander, 
you think of, of the characteristics that's, that makes up Rander. When I think of Cynthia or Darlene or Alicia, when I think of Johnny or Johnson or Bill, I think about not only that, that name says something about that person's character, um, their personhood. You understand? Their, their personhood. It says something about their, their makeup. Their makeup. And, uh, and when we hear our name called, we're actually listening for some respect. Because, you know, we want to be respectable people, don't we? Yeah. How much more is this true of the name of the one who is absolutely worthy of our worship? If you want respect, if you don't want nobody skipping over your name, messing off your name, overlooking your name, mispronouncing your name, mishandling your name, then don't do it to God. He's worthy of our worship and our praise. And let me give you a scripture on that. Philippians 2, 9 and 11. You got to turn there. I mean, if you don't want nobody to mess with your name, but don't mess with God's name. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when you think in terms of God, you, you just put your name at the bottom. Amen. I believe, and we talked about it in Revelation. We're going to be given a new name in glory. I don't, all these names, man named, if you got the worst name, don't worry about it. It's going to change when you get to heaven. Amen. Some of you parents doing your service. Call, name them some sensible names. All this Upashika Oka and all that stuff. Can't write it, can't spell it, there's nothing but blocks. And you said, what in the world is that? You know, we went through that phase, all these long things. And don't even know what it means. Look at Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Look what it says. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a what? Oh, hold it in now, y'all. And given him a, a what? That is above every? Oh, his name is greater than Randa's, greater than Phoenix, greater than Billy. Uh, greater than Maurice, greater than Griggs, greater than Dorothy's, greater than George. His name is above every name. <laughs> that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. We bow down at the name of Jesus. Listen, God honored him with that name. God dispatched Gabriel to Virgin Mary. Hail, thou art highly favored among women. You shall bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. Can you say Jesus? Jesus. You know something about that name. <laughs> Move my doubts and calms my fears. Jesus, it holds me. Jesus, fix me. <laughs> 
I got a problem. He's a problem son. Jesus, a heart fixer and a mind regulator. Jesus, my leaning post. My bread in a starving land. Jesus is my way through troubled waters. He's my hot towel. Like grandma said, he's my leaning post. That name. Every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. I have some news for you and I submit to you today. You bow now or you going to bow later. The issue is not if. The issue is when. And it is far better to bow on this side than to stand at the white throne judgment of God, of the unjust. And he says, bow. And you prostrate yourself, open the books on your life, and judge you according to its deeds that contains a perfect record of your life. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today. May the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.